Morning, St. John, St. Paul Collaborative. Welcome to the fifth Sunday of Lent. Please rise and join in singing our opening song, Here I Am to Worship. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, everyone. It's so good to be with you. I really wish we could be together in person, but know that we are united in the Lord. We're very glad to have today with us uh, our own Father Robert, along with Kelly on vocals, Anne on vocals and piano. Uh, Katie on flute and Luke on vocals and guitar. You can't always see them, so I just wanted to let you know uh, that we have uh, a small group of us here today along with uh, Neil, our camera person, so we're very grateful for him for helping us out today. Uh, know that we're all keeping uh, the correct social distance from each other, um, but we are united as one mind and one heart in Christ. Let's remember at this difficult time in the world, difficult time in many lives, especially for those who are suffering most from the effects of the coronavirus, let's put ourselves in God's hands, remembering that God's love and mercy never fails us. Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you forgive our sins and failings. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord Jesus, you yourself are our healer and redeemer, bringing us new and everlasting life. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us. 
Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. By your help, we beseech you, Lord our God, may we walk eagerly in that same charity with which, out of love for the world, your Son handed himself over to death. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and have you rise from them, O my people, I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised, and I will do it, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Oh, 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, those who are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit, if only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. If the spirit of the one who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the one who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit dwelling in in you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The sisters of Lazarus sent word to Jesus, saying, Master, the one you love is ill. When Jesus heard this, he said, This illness is not to end in death, but it is for the glory of God that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was ill, he remained for two days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise. Martha said, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, 
will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who is coming into the world. Jesus became perturbed and deeply troubled and said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Sir, come and see. And Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not the one who opened the eyes of the blind man have done something so that this man would not have to die? So Jesus, perturbed again, came to the tomb. It was a a cave, and a stone lay across it. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha, the dead man's sister, said to him, Lord, By now there will be a stench. He has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus raised his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me, that because of the crowd I have said this, so that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, tied hand and foot with burial cloths, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. So Jesus said to him, to them, untie him and let him go. Now many of the Jews who had come to Mary and seen what had begun had been, had been done, began to believe in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. What would we do without our friends? Those people with whom we can truly be ourselves. No pretenses, No holding back. The ones with whom we can laugh uproariously until our gut is about to split. And the ones with whom we cry and show who we really are. It's a testament to the reality of Jesus' true humanity as well as his divinity. That Jesus also had friends. Yes, of course, he had many disciples and loved all with the love that only God has. But we know from the words that are used to describe his relationship with Lazarus, Martha, and Mary, that he had a particular friendship with them, that they had great affection for each other. They loved each other, and their home in Bethany was a refuge for Jesus when he was weary from the journey and from his ministry. Setting in that context, it makes all the more poignant the story as it unfolds in the gospel today. Someone sends word, the sisters, Martha and Mary, send word to Jesus that their brother Lazarus, the one whom Jesus loves so much, has taken ill. 
And rather than dropping everything and rushing to see his friend, Jesus inexplicably, at least at the moment, for all those looking on, decides to delay for several days before going. And when he finally arrives at Bethany, Lazarus has already been dead and in the tomb for four days. And then those words, which are perhaps among the most tragically poignant in all of Scripture, come from the mouth of Martha. When she falls at Jesus' feet and says plaintively, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Those words would break one's heart. What were Jesus' human feelings as he heard how much his loved one was suffering? But we have the advantage of knowing how the story ends. Lazarus is raised from the dead, and everyone rejoices. A prelude to Jesus' own resurrection from the dead, and the hope that comes following the cross. But I'd like to dwell for a moment in that moment where Martha was so unsure and so anguished. Lord, if you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Where were you at our darkest hour? Martha had nothing at that point but longing and uncertainty. She didn't know what the future would hold, but it wasn't looking very good. Isn't that something that we can all relate to, that uncertainty at this moment in the history of the world and of all of our lives. Could it be that less than three weeks ago, our lives were normal, as we then understood normalcy? We were going out with our friends, and certainly the way that we have celebrated Mass has been drastically different in the last few weeks when we used to love the more people, the the better, coming into the church to celebrate with us. And now, for very important public health reasons, we're not able to do that. Millions of people have lost their jobs. Many more people every day are being infected with the coronavirus, and many are dying. Our heroic Doctors and nurses, many of them our own parishioners and other healthcare workers, are truly our heroes on the front line of this crisis. But I think for most of us, from an emotional point of view, perhaps the most difficult thing about this crisis is not knowing when it's going to end and how it's going to end. That kind of uncertainty that was in the hearts of Martha and Mary as they pleaded with the Lord, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If there were ever a time in our lives when we realize that we are not in control, this is it. And what we thought we had control of was, in fact, illusory. Our lives are in God's hands. 
the one who never lets us go. And perhaps this terrible circumstance can help us to realize how truly dependent we are on the God who loves us. Next week, we're going to be recording once again a Mass that will be for Passion Sunday or Palm Sunday. Between St. Paul's and St. John's, we have six huge boxes of palms, which we cannot distribute for public health reasons. <clears throat> I know that it's so often used that it's become stereotypes, that it's become uh, cliche, but these are truly surreal times. <clears throat> Those who know me well know that I'm a big fan of Christmas. And usually by the end of August or the beginning of September, I'm really starting to itch for September. It's for December, rather. And those who don't like cold weather think that I'm crazy. But a little tune starts coming into my head. We need a little Christmas right this very minute. Candles in the window, carols at the spinet. Analogously, although we are in the middle of Lent, and about to celebrate the Passion, I think we need a little Easter right this very minute. We need to be reminded that the fear and the trauma and the trouble does not have the last word, and that the God in whom we place our trust never takes his sight off of us. And although I am going against the normal liturgical norms in these very abnormal times, let's be reminded that indeed he is risen. Alleluia. Now, together, my friends, let's, uh, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
As we draw near to the end of Lent, Jesus' passion and death come to the forefront of our hearts. Thomas predicts in today's gospel that we too would need to die with him, gathering the many things we can no longer control and relying entirely on the mercy of God our Father. We turn to God as we pray. For all God's family, that like Lazarus's burial clothes, we would be liberated from the bonds of sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. prayer. For all of us struggling with this new global social reality, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we might be constantly reminded that our every act can and should reveal the glory of God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For every individual human heart who is growing to know Jesus more fully, that we might know he loves us as deeply as he loved Lazarus, Martha, and Mary, and that he weeps with us over this fallen world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who are committed to eradicating this pandemic, from the individual who remains isolated for the safety of our public health, to the doctors and nurses at the front lines of this crisis, may God bless their efforts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our RCIA catechumen, Julie, and for our candidates, Brandy, Stephanie, and Lindsay, May God grant them the gift of his peace while they grieve the loss of the Easter Vigil celebration at this time. May they know the support of the St. John-St. Paul Collaborative while they persevere in the faith. We pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord hear our prayer. prayer. For those who have died, and in a particular way, for those who have lost their lives to COVID-19, May God grant them eternal rest. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, your Son teaches us that faith is the crucial ingredients for all miraculous gifts from you. Help our unbelief in this time of testing. May our doubts, doubts become the springboard to deeper trust. And may hope become the lens with which we always see. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. I just want to make one little correction since I know that they're watching. Actually, it's Stephanie who's our catechumen, and Julie, Brandy, and Lindsay are the candidates. So we're praying for you all. Thank you so much. Please join in our preparatory hymn, Open My Eyes.
Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Hear us, Almighty God, and having instilled in your servants the teachings of the Christian faith, generously purify them by the working of this sacrifice through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord. Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as true man, he wept for Lazarus, his friend and as eternal God raised him from the tomb. Just as taking pity on the human race, he leads us by sacred mysteries to new life. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. <clears throat> You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, 
He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, Sean, our Bishop, all the clergy, religious, and all of your holy people. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, our glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. If you believe in 
Let us pray. We pray, Almighty God, that we may always be counted among the members of Christ, in whose body and blood we have communion, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please bow your heads now and pray for God's blessing. Bless, O Lord, your people, who long for the gift of your mercy, and grant that what we at your prompting, and grant that what we at your prompting they desire, they may receive by your generous gift. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us go now in the peace of Christ. Thanks be to God. Please join in our final song, Amazing Grace, My Chains Are Gone.
Amazing.